Bez Hashem, learning the Yerushim Mishman Simen Lamed Beis Sif Ches Sif Katan Chaf Hey Shem Number Seventy Four, and let's begin. We are at the end of Sif Ches, but let's begin from the beginning to get the the background and flow. Tzarich Haklaf Liyus Muubud Ba'afatzim Besid. When we're discussing here the process of taking the hide of the animal and turning it into klaf, so you would take the klaf and place it into the afatzim, this gallnut. Um, composition or the sid, the lime. And when you do this, when you put it into this sid, into the lime, you have to do lishma. We learned yesterday that when you put it into the water that prepares it for this process, that does not require lishma. But once you put it into the actual sid, that's when it requires lishma. As we said yesterday, it's appropriate to say it, not just to think it. The thinking, but the evidence is good that you're doing this lishma for the mitzvah itself. And at the beginning of the process, you're doing it l'shem tefillin or l'shem teira. I will im ibed l'shem is possible. But if you are making this this cloth specifically for mezuzah, so it's going to be possible. You can't possible for what? Possible for tefillin, possible for sevet Torah. You cannot use the cloth that was made for the mezuzah. You cannot use that for sevet Torah, which is a higher madrega. You cannot use that for the the tefillin, which is a higher madrega than mezuzah. Now, if you made it for, we'll see in the mishnah for the sevet Torah for the tefillin, it could be used for mezuzah the other direction. Says the Mishra here in Sif Katin Chof Hey. So when do you say that you're doing the Tushma? That's Betchilos. Betchilos Ha'ibud. V'yoyseh ain't sarich lo'i lo'aytze v'svasav lo'i l'achshoi v'shemes abdim l'shma. Once you say it once, that's sufficient. And even if it's going to take a few days to do this process, you technically do not have to repeat that you're doing this Tushma. And that's what he says. This is a principle we're going to see a few times over here. When you're doing something, you're doing it according to the first way you started doing it. When I started making this hide into cloth, how did I do that? I said, I'm doing this specifically for the mitzvah tefillin. That being the case, the next day when I continue with this process, I already said it yesterday. So technically, you do not have to repeat it at all. Now, when is the beginning of this Ibud process? When is the beginning of this this process to make the cloth? It's when you put it into the Sid, into the lime, and now when you put it into the water. Because when you put the hide into the water, it's not called Ibud. It's not called that you are processing it it's it's a it's a necessity apparently that you want to put into the water first but that's more of too far removed from the actual process itself now we come to over here where the mechaber told us you have to say it's good to say i'm doing this l'shem tefillin or i'm doing this l'shem sefer Torah. says the mishnah three lines down now, if you have 200, you also have 100, correct? 
So if I say I'm doing this with shame tfil, excuse me, with shame sefer Torah, so then it's already going to be good also for tefillin. Bechlam asayim on it. If I have if I have two hundred, I definitely have a hundred. If I'm saying I'm doing this. The shame is safer Taira, so I'm definitely including that this can also be used for tefillin. Nonetheless, you're still permitted to you're still permitted to use this tefillin, this cloth for that of tefillin mezuzah. So there's a question you could ask that wait a minute. Am I not going down from a higher madrega to a lower madrega? Am I not going down from Sefer Torah to Tefillin with Zuzah? Why should that be allowed? So the Magen Avram is, uh, discusses this in Sifkot and Yud, and he says, Even though you don't want to go down from a higher madrega of Kedusha to a lower madrega of Kedusha, this case is different. Here, this case is different because it's a hazmana. When I take the animal hide and I put it into the sid, into the lime, and I'm starting this chemical process, I'm saying this should be used for the Sefer Torah. Did I use it for a Sefer Torah yet? No. I'm saying this should be used for a Sefer Torah. It's, it's called hazmana. You're, you're, you're designating it. You're setting it aside for this purpose. But you didn't use it yet. It's not like you just set it aside alone, as is discussed in Simon Membeis, which we'll see that over there. The Hasmana grade a milsi. Because Hasmana, just to designate something alone by itself, that doesn't really do anything. That doesn't really accomplish too much. And if you just designate something, then technically you can even use it for something which is mundane. Now, what would you use the some which is mundane or cloth. So we discussed that sometimes they, people are honored with a nice cloth in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, the Rosh Hashiva. You write something in the honor of the, the person. And that's just one example. Different types of examples, what we'd use it for. Those days, you have to remember that cloth was something that could use for writing on in general. You know, use paper, use cloth. Okay. So he says, if you just... Put it in Hasmana category, just to set something aside. It technically could only be used. It could also be used for chul, for cholu, for mundane. But here is different. Since you see, you did a mice ibud, you took the animal hide, you put it into the lime, into the sid, samach yudalid, and you do that. You did the specific shame kedushas to fill in or the safe attire. All the fadavim hasmana ba'alma. Explains the Magen Avram, this is a higher madrig. It's not just setting something aside which would not create a kedusha. Here, it does create some level of status to it. So that's why when I say I'm doing this for the Sefer Torah, it's not nothing. It is something, but it's not like I wrote on it already and then I want to change my mind and use it for tefillin. So I cannot use it. Once I say I'm doing this for a Sefer Torah, I'm doing it for Tefillin, I'm doing it for Mezuzah, I cannot do it, use it for anything mundane. Continues back in the Mishnah Rura. 
אבל הדבר יכול לעשות לשנוי סוי, לבד אם היסטן בפרש בתחילה סיבודון, שיהיה מותר לשנוי סוי אף לדבר חול, אז מותר לשנוי סוי. So he says like this. He says like this. He says that when you make your original t'nai, that I'm making this cloth for the Sefer Torah, but maybe I'll use it for Dover Chol, then I can do that. Then I can possibly use it for something which is mundane, because that's how I created the Hechsheris of this cloth. And that's what he says like this. The Mishmur says, before the Seifim, put the cloth, put the hide into, the animal hide into this Sid, into the line, they should say the following. I am putting these Oyrois, these animal skins, into this chemical composition, the Sid, for Kedusha Sefer Torah. Now you want to say you're doing the Shem Kedusha Sefer Torah. Why? Once again, why? Because what happens after the fact, you realize, you know what? I should really use this for tefillin. So we just said above, you're allowed to do that. But if you originally make it for tefillin, you cannot make it and now use it for the Sefer Torah. If you originally make it for mezuzah, you cannot use it for tefillin or Sefer Torah. So you're saying, I'm putting these animal skins into the seed, and I'm making it a condition. If I want to, I can use it for anything. So you're making a built-in Tanaya condition. Can it be used for Sevetera? Yes. Can it be used for Tvilu? Yes. Can it be used for mezuzah? Yes. Can it be used for anything else which is not Kedusha? Yes, as well. Then, now the Mishra tells us, don't do the following. Don't do the following because this is what the mistake is. What's the mistake? He says, So he says, don't say I'm using this for Sefer Torah Tfilin or Tfilin or Mezuzah or anything else. That you don't want to do. Why? So the Achreinim want to know, does that help for anything? In the first case, what you do? He said, I am taking these animal skins and putting into this chemical for Sefer Torah. Or if I want to use it for something else, I'll use it for something else. So what did you put it in there for? I ask you, you put it in for Sefer Torah, right? When I put it in, in according to the other approach, what did I put it in for? Anything clearly defined? Well, I, I said I'm going to put it in for Sefer Torah, or for Tefillin, or to be used for Mezuzah, or for anything else. So, Midaraisa, we say a principle, aim Breira. You have to be more definitive. So you could say definitive is Sefer Torah or something else. But to say Sefer Torah, Tefillin, Mezuzah, or something else, that doesn't work. That's what the Achreinim are bothered by. That's why they say Loi Mahani. The Mishmur concludes over here. It says, take a look at the Be'er Lacha. And in the Be'er Lacha, it's, it's uh, around five lines from the bottom where he brings a Prima Godim that says, the Therefore, 
It's in uh, it's around five lines of Banim, where he says. Where he says that to to meabed to process the animal hides to process the animal hides is a is a derabbana. Now, if it's a derabbana, how does that change the case? So, if it's derabbana, we do say yesh breira. This principle of you can say it's like this or it's like that. You can say it's for the you know uh, for the tefillin or for the mezuzah. Or, so then there's a greater leniency. If you say it's deraisa, so then you can't say tefillin. Say or for anything else like that. Okay. We said if a person is making the cloth for the mezuzah, he cannot use it for tefillin, he cannot use it for sevetera. Says the Mishra, it can only be used for mezuzah. Because its level of kedusha is lower than tefillin. The level of kedusha of mezuzah is less than that of tefillin. In tefillin, and if you did process it for tefillin, now I can use it for mezuzah, I can use that cloth for mezuzah, but I cannot go up the ladder and use it for tefillin, I can use the tefillin cloth for tefillin and mezuzah, but not for tefillin. What happens if I process this material, the hides of the animal skins, for the ritzuas, for the straps? I cannot change my mind and say, oh, you know what? This is much better to use for writing the tefillin on it. Once I am making it for the ritzuas, for the straps, which is a lower level of kedusha, I cannot now use it for the writing of the tefillin. What about if you want to use this animal skin to make the leather of the batim, the batim that the boxes that hold the cloth, says the Mishnah I cannot do that either because the level of the ritsuis, the status of the ritsuis, the kedusha of the straps is a lower madrega than that of the the batim. We now continue with Sif Tes. The Chayra says in Sif Tes, in Ibdi Eini Yehudi Laharamban Pasul. We're discussing here a similar discussion which we had back in Hilchositzis, whether a yid can tell the non-Jew to have in mind you're doing this l'shem mitzvah, you're doing this for the mitzvah. Here, in regards to the process of the tanning, the Rambam says. If a non-Jew does this process, according to the Rambam, it's possible, the Haram apostle, even if Afilu even if the Yisrael tells him to do Lishma, it's still going to be possible. Ulaharash is kosher, according to the Rosh is kosher. If the Yid is standing over him and assisting him in the process. So this is Mahlaikis Rambam Rush. Does it help for the Yid to tell the guy? The non-Jew to make it lishma, you're doing this. What does it mean lishma by the non-Jew? You're doing this for tefillin. You're not doing this for the for the leather belt. You're not doing this for shoes or a handbag. You're doing this for tefillin. Yes. The Mishmur says in Sifkot and Chavches discussing the Rambam. The Rambam said, "Im ibdoi eni Yehudi laharamim pas lafilu amar lo Yisrael laabeid lishmoi." Even if the yid Tells the non-Jew to do this lishma, 
it's still not going to be kosher. Explains the Mishnah word, the Sri Rambam, because the Rambam is of the opinion. The Akum Oisa Daiti Denafshi. The Akum is doing this on his own accord. Even if you tell him to do something, he's not paying attention. He's not he's not doing this because you told him to do it. Even though the Akum says, Oh yeah, sure, I hear what you're saying. You're telling me. I hear, yeah, okay. No problem. Ain Piv his heart and his mind are not working in tangent, they're not working together with this, and therefore, according to the Rambam, it does not work. However, since the Yid is standing over him, with him, at the time when the Nanju is putting it into the Sid, into the line, and he tells him, you should put this skin, the animal skin, into this chemical lishma for the purpose of sevetayir, for the purpose of tefillin, mezuzah, ritzuas, whatever you're doing it for. And as we had said, how should he tell him to do it? Like the Mishmur says, v'hanachayin, to tell him you're doing this for a sevetayir. You're doing it so the Jew can read the parasha if he wants to, or or to use it for something else. That's what we saw in the Mishmur. So the Mishra explains that you only need the, the, the acknowledgement of the non-Jew that he's doing it. The acquiescence, if you will, of the non-Jew that I'm doing this because the Jew said I should do it. Lishma, for that short moment, those Short moments that it takes to put the animal skin into the sid, into the line. Now, what happens as a help if the yid says to himself, "Yeah, what's the nanju going to be thinking? He's not going to be thinking properly." So I'll be thinking it's lishma, but the nanju does the actual action of putting it into the chemical. Loy mahani, that doesn't help. Filo oimer loy beferish. Even he tells me ferish. So he says, he tells him explicitly, if he stands at a distance, and he doesn't tell him that, to do it, it's not going to help even according to the rush. The Ramah adds that the Yid should assist not just to tell him and stand next to him, but he should also assist to some degree. And this is also similar to what we learned in the Chosetzis. Says the Mishra Sifkan Chavtes, Even if the Yid is only helping him at the end of this tanning process, that's still sufficient. And even if the Yid is helping him together with the non-Jew, which one might think, okay, he's not even doing all the work himself. He's doing it with, together at the same time as the non-Jew. It's still kosher. Why? Because he, at the end of the day, he's still misayaya. He's still assisting. This all is from Mitzvah Alma. It's from Mitzvah Alma. But is kosher. But the ever according to the Rosh's kosher, I feel a loy cloud, even if he was not messiah at all. The Akuma died in Israel Hamsaveu, last is the Shema of it. So the Mishru explains 
This is this is the ideal way of doing the mitzvah that the yid should also help the non-Jew. But b'diavid, even according to the rush, it's kosher. Even if the yid did not assist, why the akum adaited Yisrael hamitzaveyu lastly is the shema of it? Because according to the rush, the non-Jew is doing this process of the tanning lishma because that's what the yid told him to do. He says you're doing it for for a safer Torah. That's what you're doing this. We'll pick up Yitzchak Shem in Sifkatin Lamid, and we have over here in Sifkatin Lamid, Yitzchak Shem will see tomorrow at the end of Sifkatin Tess where. The Mishnah quotes the great Rav Mordechai Benet, who is actually an uh, ancestor of one of the Chaveir we have here in town.